Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, thank you all for joining us this morning. This is uh, Prophet Latasha Pratt, and um, we are here on the Ignite um, 6 a.m. morning prayer call. Um, and we are so grateful and honored and humbled to be in the presence of the living God this morning. Um, very excited this morning to share and to pray um, on this Monday morning. I'm pretty sure everyone had a very busy weekend, um, but to take a few moments um, to go into prayer this morning um, and to hear what the Lord has to say, to rejuvenate us, to strengthen us, to give us some clarity and give us some direction for our day want to welcome everyone who is on the call, who pressed their way this morning um, to be a part of this uh, atmosphere that we are in this morning. God bless you and welcome. I also want to say thank God for those who will be joining us via the replay. God bless you all as well. Um, I'm going to get right to it. Um, this is a bit, it, um, it's near and dear to my heart and I'm really excited about this word um, this morning. Um, so the prayer focus this morning is entitled, Pick Up Your Mantle. And we will be uh, we're getting our focus from Second Kings, the second chapter, 12 through the 14 verses. That's Second Kings, the second chapter, 12 through the 14 verses. And I'll read those verses from the Amplified Version. Elisha saw it and cried out, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. And he no longer saw Elijah. Then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces in Greece. Thirteenth verse says, he picked up the mantle of Elijah that fell off him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Fourteenth says, he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and struck the waters and said, where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? And when he too had struck the waters, they divided this way and that, and Elisha crossed over. Amen. What is a mantle? What does the mantle represent? Literally, it is a cloak or a robe an outer garment used to cover. The spiritual um, symbolism, according to strong concordance, um, is the ample covering of the glory of God. And the word ample here meaning being more than enough. It's a point of reference or a badge that identifies the glory of God and more specifically, that the authority of God rests here. It represents the authority God has given us to operate in our call and purpose. In essence, we are clothed in the authority of God. And this is important for us to be refreshed in our hearts, our minds, and our spirits, because although we may understand this um, intellectually and academically, we don't often see ourselves as being clothed or wrapped or covered in God's authority. 
And it's necessary for us to be reminded of this so that we may operate in the fullness of what God has called us to do. Um, I often say we must see ourselves as, as God sees us. It's important for us to, to um, be able to envision um, what God sees when he looks at us. And for those who um, have submitted their lives um, and uh, received not only salvation, but received a call on your life to do what it is you were created to do, it's important um, for you also not to just uh, embrace your call, but also to see yourself as being clothed or prepared or covered in the authority of God. And when you um, when you envision yourself this way or you see yourself, you're able to um, stand all the way up in your full potential um, and re- recognize that um, it's a humbling thing to recognize it because you know that nothing that you do is of your own strength. Once you realize you're clothed and wrapped and covered in the authority of God. So then it is a reminder that I'm not going to do anything in my own strength, but that everything that is happening, um, any manifestation um, because of this um, is because of the power and the glory of God that is on our lives. So let's um, take this definition like a, a one step further and let's just visualize this. Um, example. I know we don't see many uh, kings these days, but um, when you reference um, a king uh, in scripture, um, an earthly king has a signet or a seal, and that's normally like in the form of a ring or like a stamp. Um, And when he sends a messenger out, he would affix his seal on the message and whoever the messenger encountered along the way, when they saw the king's seal, they would immediately know that not only was this messenger sent by the king, but more importantly, he was the king's representative and spoke and moved in the king's authority. The mantle is God's signature on our lives that we are sent and called and to operate in God's authority. The other thing I want to point out um, before we go into prayer um, is if you reference 1 Kings chapter 19, uh, when Elijah first encountered Elisha, the first thing he did, the first thing Elijah did without conversation, this is very powerful, without having to say a word, was walk up to Elisha and throw his mantle upon him. Um, And this act immediately shifted Elisha to another place, another realm, and another mindset. And how do we know this? Because if you continue reading the scripture, it says that Elisha immediately burned his former occupation and buried it so that he could never return to it. Very, very powerful. He understood immediately that something had shifted, something had changed. He understood immediately that this was a call. This was um, a sign and a call um, for him to embrace purpose, for him to embrace his next place 
in God. It was that's a very powerful move. Um, he immediately burned it and buried it so that he could never return to it. And this is a very um, powerful demonstration for us to remember this, um, that when we receive the cloak, the call, um, the mantle um, for purpose, that this is for life. Oh, my God. Like, I know that we see the trends these days of people switching in and switching out of the God things um, when people get tired or frustrated they um, uh, put their mantle to the side, and I'm talking about the call, the purpose, uh, becomes secondary in their lives, um, uh, uh, and they and the primary becomes something that seems more uh, a little bit easier um, for whatever reason. We're seeing a lot of this picking it up and putting it down, but it, we need to understand that when we embrace this call, that this is for life. Okay, this is for life. This is a permanent shifting in our lives. And then we become, um, as Paul says, slaves, so to speak, that this is the thing that kind of uh, governs and directs our lives, right? Um, so uh, this demonstrated that Alicia understood or fully embraced his call. and left his former work behind. Very powerful. So in the same manner, we must fully embrace our call and our purpose. This is not in reference to works or deeds done before salvation. This is to the believer. It is very important to understand that this mantle, which represents that ample covering of God, also shifts us and to another mindset, and to another place. Um, and uh, when we're talking, we're talking about those things that are distractions. So it, when we're leaving our former occupation uh, behind, um, remember, we're talking to the believer this morning. This is not um, concerning deeds that were done um, in your life or, or what your lifestyle was but before you received Christ. This is talking about um, things, distractions that may keep you from fully operating in the things of God that you are called to do, that you are purposed to do. It, and it could be some form of compromise um, because we know that we can't call on the authority of God if we're walking in compromise. So if we have been hindered or distracted, we need to put that thing to death and fully embrace who we are in Christ and operate in his authority. It is also imperative that every believer understand and knows that we all have a mantle, and this is our focus this morning, of prayer specifically. When we speak concerning pick, picking up our mantle, we're talking about specifically this morning the mantle of prayer, regardless of title, position, or function. Um, the idea that only certain people have a mantle of prayer is simply not true. I'm not sure where that started or how that came, um, where we have this verbiage that certain people are graced in prayer and certain people are anointed to pray. The truth of the matter is we're all called into prayer. Um, scripture tells us that man, that mean, meaning mankind, um, ought to always pray and not faint. It doesn't matter if you've been saved for 100 years or one day. We are all called to 
prayer. Um, so today the challenge is not only to pick up our prayer mantle, but to also throw our cloak and ignite others in this hour. And when we reference back to um, 2 Kings 2 and 12, um, how do we know that Alicia um, fully embraced um, this shift? Uh, because he immediately began to work it. He began to immediately operate in that authority because you'll see there um, in the 14th verse, it says that he picked up the mantle and then he performed a miracle immediately. And he called on the power of God um, that was in reference or connected to that mantle. When he said, where is the God of Elijah? It meaning that he immediately began to operate in the mantle, in the call, in the power, in the authority of what was just um, placed upon his life. And this, in this same regard, this is what we have to do. Not only do we accept the call, we have to embrace it, and then we have to operate in it. That's the reason why we said at the beginning um, of the conversation, it is very imperative that we see ourselves as being clothed or wrapped, covered, in this authority, and when the mantle represents the authority and the glory of God, it's important for us because that means that when we go forward in the things of God, we understand that we are his representatives um, and that we are also uh, have access to operate in his authority, all right? It's a reminder um, that we do not do anything of our own, but we are operating in the strength of the Lord. Um, so everyone is called to prayer. And the more, the, today's challenge is that we pick up our prayer mantle, every last one of us. Um, but not only to pick up our prayer mantle, but to also throw our cloak and ignite others, especially in this hour. What we need to understand is that there is no substitute for prayer. I'll, I'll be saying that until Jesus comes back. I cannot um, iterate that enough. There is no substitute for prayer. Um, prayer is how we commune with God. This is how we interact and fellowship with God. Um, it is here in this place of prayer where we get refreshed, we get renewed. Um, this is the place where we receive instruction. This is the place where we receive impartation and clarity from the Father. Um, we cannot do that on our own. No amount of books that you read, um, no matter how many preachers that you, uh, you watch online, none of these things um, are a substitute for your personal one-on-one face-to-face interaction with the Father. Um, so uh, it is necessary for us, especially in this time, that we communicate and that we consult with the Father. The other thing is, this is where we get direction. You know, there are so many things uh, going on in our lives, things coming at us left and right, so many options out there. Um, it's, it's important um, that we not take things on ourselves, but that we consult with God. Um, you know, it, the, the Bible tells us not to lean to our own understanding, um, but to acknowledge the Lord in all of our ways so that he can direct 
our path this is a very familiar scripture. I'm pretty sure this is one of our first Sunday school verses that we memorize and that we learn, but it is true. These words are powerful. We have to consult with the Father. We must commune with him. We must interact with him um, so that he can direct our path, so that he can help us navigate this thing called life, especially in this day and age. So this is a challenge this morning um, to all of us to pick up our mantle of prayer um, and to, to do it and operate in it in the authority of God so that we might uh, be effective um, with change um, and the transformative power of the living God in our homes and communities. With everything that is connected to us, it's very important that we understand this, that this is a part of who we are. Um, so I'm ready to pray right now. Um, I'm ready to pray right now. So let's prepare to go before the throne. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Holy God. We honor you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We honor you this morning. Glory to God. You're an amazing God. We are grateful to be in your presence this morning. Father, hallelujah. Thank you for your presence, oh God. We thank you for your faithfulness because you promised that you would never leave us or forsake us, Jehovah Shammah. You are always with us. Um, We're grateful this morning, Lord God, to be in your presence that you have chosen us for this moment, this hour, and this time to commune with you. You've chosen this time for us uh, to hear from you. You've chosen this time for us to be led and directed by you. And just, Father God, just to feel your presence, just to be in your presence, um, to have peace and reassurance that you are in control, Father. So we humble ourselves before you this morning, Lord God. We submit ourselves to you this morning. We receive what you are saying. We receive what you are doing. God, and we ask for forgiveness this morning for anything that we have done and said that's outside of your will, outside of your word, and outside of your plan. Father God, we do desire, Lord Jesus, to be who you called us to be. Father, we desire to walk in our full, the full potential of our call, of the life you have chosen for us. But we cannot do it without you, holy God. So creating us a clean heart, renewing us a right spirit, purge us with hyssop that we might be clean. We want to be found worthy according to your glory and your honor, Father God, as your representative to move forward um, with this ample covering of your power, your authority, and your glory that graces our lives. Glory to God. Um, Father God, we thank you this morning for uh, throwing your your mantle upon us, your glory. Um, So we pull on heaven this morning and declare that we have picked up our mantle and we have fully embraced the authority. We have fully embraced the access that you have given us to come boldly before your throne today and to make our requests known Father, today I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice, that every believer be ignited 
with a fresh passion, a fresh anointing, and a power to compel and pull us into your presence, oh God. We are grateful for this opportunity to fellowship and commune with you, Father. We understand, we accept, uh, and we fully embrace this mantle, um, this access that you have given us to declare in your name, not only to declare in your name, but to see it happen, holy God, um, to see the manifestation of your word, to see the manifestation, Lord God, of your promise, to see the evidence of your glory. Um, we, are, we are excited and in expectation, Father, that when we stand on your authority, that we will see these things happen, Lord God, that breakthrough will come, deliverance will come, Lord God. I pray for every believer to be ignited, Lord, to a deeper, a more consistent prayer life. Hallelujah. I pray that we receive a push in our prayer life, oh God. I pray that we become even more motivated to pray. I pray that a deeper hunger and a deeper thirst um, to be in your presence is birthing us, holy God. Thank you, Jesus, um, for this time and this season requires the deep calling unto the deep. And we are called, Lord God, to a deeper prayer life, Lord God. We are called, thank you, Jesus, to a more consistent prayer life. Hallelujah. So I come against every distraction, every excuse, any form of compromise. We pluck it out of our midst today in the name of Jesus. Father, anoint us afresh to thrive, to push, and to press. Hallelujah. And embrace this mantle of prayer. Father, teach us the words of prayer. Father, lead us in our decree and our declaring, Father God, so that we don't pray amiss in the name of Jesus. Father, give us the right posture in our heart, Father God, that we pray according to your word and according to your leading in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Stir up the well in our bellies, Lord God, uh, that rivers of living water might flow from us, oh God. Hallelujah. So that every life that we touch, everything that is connected to us, hallelujah, may experience your transformative power. We need to see the evidence of your power, of your power, oh God. And uh, that we come to know you as Redeemer, as Savior, hallelujah, and take their rightful place in the kingdom. Father, we pray for those who have left the altar of their hearts. We pray for those who are struggling in their prayer life. We pray, God, for those who are struggling to hear from you, God. We pray for those, Lord God, who are challenged when it comes to prayer. We pray for those and stand in the gap for folks that are being distracted and pulled away from your presence, being pulled away from consistently praying in the mighty name of Jesus. We stand in the gap right now, God, for those, Lord God, who don't know the words of prayer. We stand in the gap, Lord God, for those who have lost their fire, their passion, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And we ask that you come Stir it up in the name of Jesus that you remove every hindrance, every distraction. Father God, that you shake us, that you strengthen us in our faith, that we may know that we are covered, we are wrapped in your authority, hallelujah, and that you have given us access and you have given us the authority to speak. And when we 
speak your word, everything, your name, everything, Lord God, has to line up with your word. So I pray for those who've grown weary in their well-doing. I pray for those, Lord God, who've even lost sight of you, glory to God, that, that affected their prayer life. Oh, God, that life's challenges have caused them even to question your very existence. But we stand in the gap on this morning to declare that there is none other besides you. We declare that you are God and God alone. We declare that you are the only wise God, holy God. We declare in the name of Jesus that your power, that you are yet on the throne and that you yet remain Glory to God. So we pray for those, God, who have left the altar of their heart to return to their prayer closet um, and rebuild it. We pray renewed strength and passion for every intercessor on the wall. God, help us to embrace this prayer mandate. Thank you, God. This is a clarion call to every believer to report to the prayer wall. Pick up your mantle and declare the words of life, hallelujah, to take authority in our homes, hallelujah, take authority in our community. Father, to lift our voices and pull on heaven this morning um, that your power, God, your healing power, your saving power, Jesus, that your delivering power, God, your overcoming power might be released in our lives and in everything that is connected to us. We pull down every stronghold, hallelujah, and principality in high places. We take captive every idea, every thought or concept that raises itself against the knowledge of the truth, hallelujah, that you are the only wise God. There is none before you. There is none beside you, hallelujah, that we have been resurrected with Christ and our joint heirs with Jesus. Father, we pray that you will continue to rest rule and abide in our lives. We pray, Father God, that your people might be ignited, that they might be stirred up, God, that they may be compelled, that there becomes a push, a collective push in the kingdom, a collective push in the body, Lord God, that we bombard heaven this morning. Father God, that we are all deputized in Jesus' name, Father God, to stand and declare and decree. Father God, we are deputized, Lord God, hallelujah, to be conduits, to be a point of reference for your power. We need to see demonstration, Lord God, and we pray right now this morning that you will move in a mighty way. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God. And that everyone under the sound of my voice, Father God, may understand that the power of God rests on your lives. Sometimes we feel like we have to connect with other people, but there are times in our lives where there is nobody else but us and God. We need to understand that that same authority and power of God uh, applies to all of us. So even those who are under the sound of my voice, who may be going through in their homes, who may be challenged with decisions um, on the job, in the workplace, in the community, whatever the challenge may be, Father God, in the name of Jesus, help us to stand all the way up and embrace this mantle of prayer and begin to declare your word. Hallelujah. Begin to make our requests known. Hallelujah. Begin to prophesy in our atmosphere that our world might be changed. Our homes might be changed. Our churches might be changed. Our children 
might be changed in the name of Jesus. Right now, I stand in the gap and I touch and agree with everyone who is under the sound of my voice. Father, whether they're on the call right now or whether they will be joining us via the replay, I touch and agree right now. Hallelujah. And we declare and pull on heaven, Father God, for what is needed for what we need to for the desires of heart, Father God, for those Lord God who have been stagnant, for those who are struggling to hear you, God. In the name of Jesus, we declare breakthrough in their lives in the name of Jesus. Father God, put the words in their mouth. Lead and direct them. Father God, let the fire of heaven fall. Let the fire of revival, God, a prayer revival be birthed in us and each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, right now, God, you're able to move. You're able to do it. You're able to change it. Hallelujah. Father God, and we stand right now on your word, and we decree and declare it in Jesus' name, Lord God. Father God, that we will see change, that we will see your glory, that we will see your power this very day. This is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And we thank you, God, for the provision that you have given us for this day. Father God, the miracle that you have provided for this day. God, the shift that you have provided for this day. Move in the lives of your people. Whatever challenges come, help us to remember to pray. Oh, God, always remember Jesus and always to keep him on our minds. Holy God, if we have to step out Lord God, go to the bathroom um, to whisper a word of prayer. Father, let us not neglect the altar of our hearts another day in the name of Jesus. Help us to return to our prayer closets, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, strengthen us to return to your presence. Give us a consistency in you. Hallelujah. Help us to be steadfast unmovable, hallelujah, glory to God, always abounding in your works, Lord God. Help us to be steadfast in prayer and fasting. In this day and age of what life is throwing at us, Father God, we need to pray and fast. You said this, these things come not, some things don't come out, but by fasting and prayer. Oh my God, Father God, Stir this up in us, birth this in us, pull this up out of us, Lord God, and we will see change, Father God. Father God, we introduce you and we accept you. We welcome you in every situation. I pray for those, Lord God, who have been having struggles and challenges and storms, but I challenge them in Jesus' name to stand and invite God into the situation. Sometimes we try to handle things on our own and it begins to be too much and it begins to overwhelm us. But David said, hallelujah, that when I am overwhelmed, I will run to the rock, hallelujah, that is higher than I. So I speak to those who are feeling overwhelmed. Run to the rock. Go to the Father. Come boldly before the throne of grace, hallelujah, and cry out to the Father, glory to God, that he might fix it, that he might do it, that he might shift it, that he might change it, but more importantly, that he might shift us, change us, and strengthen us so that we might be that point of reference, that signature, hallelujah, the seal of God, Hallelujah, that the reference that the power of God rests 
move and abide in our lives, in our homes, and in our communities. Father, all these things I pray in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray, Lord God, a special uh, anointing and a special refreshing this morning uh, for those who are weary, for those who are burdened, for those who are tired. Father God, lifted in Jesus' name. Father God, and we thank you. We stand on the promises. We stand on your word this morning. We are grateful for the fire of prayer, for the revival of prayer, for the mantle of prayer. And we thank you today as we move forward in this day, Father God, we embrace the mantle of prayer and we will uh, operate in this access of your authority and we will see our day turned around. God, we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. And we thank you, Holy God. Hallelujah. We ask that you would seal this word and seal this work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. We thank God for this powerful, powerful, powerful prayer focus this morning. Remember, you have been deputized. Uh, so embrace your mantle of prayer and stand all the way up. Um, in the ample authority of God today. Hallelujah. And allow God to rest, rule, and abide in your day. God bless you, and we thank God for you. Um, and before we uh, end the call, I'll just make this announcement. Um, next week, we're taking the week off um, to celebrate the holidays, to rest, um, to do end-of-the-year reflection um, so next week we will be taking the week off. We will not be on the call, but we will be, be returning the very first Monday of the year, of the new year. Also, please join us um, this coming Wednesday, which is December 18th, where we are still in our duet Wednesdays, and we have a powerful co-host with us on Wednesday morning, Prophet Antonio Wellens will be with us. 6 a.m., the same time, same number. Um, so join us Wednesday morning um, for our last um, duet Wednesday of the year. Once again, um, we will be taking the week off next week. So happy holidays to everyone and have a blessed and amazing day. God bless you.